Time for an ad. Time to pay the bills. Jacob, it is one of the best places and only places that you can go to support local Texas State athletes, your favorite athletes. It's Elite Sports. They have good NIL deals with some of your athletes that you support every Saturday, Sunday, and Wednesday in some cases. So go support them. Jacob, what are some of the uh, athletes that they have over there for us? Well, they just signed Malik Hornsby, so stay tuned for that. But you go to EliteSports.com. They have a whole collection of Texas State athletes you can get behind. That's Ben McClain. That's Michael Budin. That's Austin Smith. Xavier Pettis. Mason Harrell. The list goes on and on, honestly. They just recently signed, as I was saying before, Malik Hornsby. Uh, so get ready for all those uh, gear drops. Uh, it's just an exclusive look. It's a way to give back to the Texas State community, give back to the student-athletes directly. EliteSports.com, use code SQUARE. Check out. Tired of winning the tailgate but losing the games? We can't help that. But we can tell you what the hell is up with each team and what's going on across sunny San Marcos. Texas State fans, get on your feet. You're listening to Squaring Around with Jacob Rodriguez and Andrew Zimmel. Just like that, Zimmel, the basically entire baseball season is done, minus the conference tournament, NCAA tournament, and uh, everything else in between. Regional, minus our trip to Omaha. Dude, shut your dirty mouth. The season's not over yet. Well, it's like a big game of shoots and ladders, or like the game of life, you know, when you draw a card. This is where this is where my regular season doesn't really matter. It's all about the tournament time. This is the part of the season that we call the Andrew Zimmel season. This is the I don't care about the regular season banner. Coastal, you can keep that regular season banner. I care about winning the tournament at the end of the year and then the Super Regional and then, of course, getting a trip to Omaha. We need to go get some steaks, boys. Let's go. When Coastal uh, won the College World Series, did they win a regular season title along with that? Uh, They were not in the Sun Belt when they won the World Series in 2017, so I cannot tell you exactly. I don't know what conference. I forget what conference they were in. That's crazy. They joined the conference the year after they won the World Series. So the first time Texas State played them, it was, I want to say, of the whatever, 20, 30 guys that were on that roster, I want to say it was more than like 75% of the roster had come back for the next season. So the team at Texas State, I think, beat they beat once. I think they lost twice in 2017 to Coastal in the regular season. They, they pretty much beat the World Series champions one of three times. So it was a good, it was a good series. Not yeah. bad. Yeah, I, my parent. I brought my parents to that game. It was a fun time. I do not regret uh, tailgating any of the baseball games. Super fun. Yes. The problem is we didn't do the weather right. We always did like the early games, and it was cold and wet. And we should have been doing the later games uh, when it was warm and sunny. Yeah. The more you know. Now distance we'll makes the heart grow fonder. You know. Now all I want to do is go back to San Marcos and whatever. Yeah, that's what we call a wash up. So what are you feeling? Are you scared? Are you nervous? Are you anxious about tomorrow night? Hell yeah, brother. I'm very anxious, very nervous. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into the interview with Chase here in a moment. But, uh, you know, he isn't scared or nervous. So that should put me at ease, put my mind at ease. He's very superstitious, though, like most baseball guys. I think baseball guys are probably the most superstitious group. What do you think? Baseballers, baseball players or bowlers more superstitious? Baseball because there's more of them. But bowlers are freaking weird every bowler i've ever seen looks like he would work in it what do you think you are i am 
what's going on over there? It's like, this guy should be, like, you know, making sure I get high-speed internet, and he's bowling a really good game. All right, cool. Maybe they do both. I would hate to be a professional bowler and have that be, like, my part-time job. It's like, yeah, I got to go back to work IT for whatever, Smith & Motors or whatever, and, you know, now I have to, you know, also bowl a really good game. You know, I'm worried about, like, making sure the connectivity issues – aren't like a problem but also how do i get that 710 split you know i get you yeah yeah i was trying to think of a bowling brand to go into that but whatever i'll just tease up this interview uh so we wanted to talk to someone super special obviously uh for this baseball team thought about getting a uh, pitching coach thought about getting steven trout again um but we thought what about the freshman the guy putting up all the numbers this year 16 home runs what else but chase mora here's the interview What's up, everybody? Welcome to Square Talks. This is the show where we talk about everything Texas State. We are pleased to be joined by the freshman sensation himself, Chase Moore of Texas State Baseball. Uh, Chase, you were telling me that they had, or you guys had traveled, I guess, yesterday. Uh, got to practice a little bit today. Just got back from, what was it, lunch, right? Yes. Uh, and now y'all just getting ready, amped up, ready for tomorrow's game. Uh, yes, against- sir. Yeah, University of Louisiana at Lafayette, which is still their university name, even though they want to go by Louisiana for some reason. <laughs> Jacob just keeps dead naming this university. It's a tough, it's a tough look for Jacob. Not very PC. Oh, you know what? When we were called Southwest Texas State University, everybody had to call us that. So until they make a change to their university charter, that is still their name. Fair enough. What was for lunch, Chase? Oh, uh, we went to walk-ons. Hmm. It's like, okay. a bur- it's like a burger place, right? Yeah, I I ended up getting crawfish etouffee. Oh. <laughs> oh, look at you. It's pretty good stuff. Yes, sir. I liked how the, the crawfish thing is now becoming like a staple of the spring game, like the football spring game. It didn't apply to you guys because you guys were out of town. I actually asked because they were having a big jersey sale. I was like, do you guys have any baseball stuff? And they were like, nah, sorry, not this week. But they have every other team there. And I was like, what's going on? No love for the baseball team? They go out for one weekend. God forbid. Yeah. You guys still a jersey. I was saying, <laughs> Chase, he's fucking, he's angling here to try to get your jersey, bro. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, tell us what it's been like, Chase. Because obviously, you know, you signed out of high school. You had a bunch of offers. I didn't know it. But I brought this up uh, earlier just so I could read it off and be accurate. You had uh, offers from Baylor, Houston, Incarnate Ward, Kansas State, Rice, Sam Houston, Texas, Wichita State. Um, and you turned them all down in favor of Steve Trout and the Bobcats. So I just wanted yeah. to know kind of like what that pitching process was like and ultimately why you chose Texas State, you know? Just like from the first time I came to the San Marcos, I just fell in love with the place. And then I was never a guy that wanted to go to a big school, never really cared that much about school, kind of just wanted the smaller school vibe. And then the river was a plus. I mean, I love going to the river when we can. And then just coach trout and other coaches i mean they welcomed me into into like it was their family and then ever since i've been here it's been nothing but a family everybody takes care of each other if we ever need anything the coaches are always there for us no matter what it is so i mean that really helped there and then just staying closer to home so my family and grandparents can come watch me whenever they want do they get to come to a lot of games yes they come to all the home games that's great. That's a really see. I always like that because I've talked to families, especially for soccer. It felt like when I was covering the soccer team, it was like their fans were pretty much their family at every single game. So I really do like that about 
Texas did. I think that they kind of they embrace that like family atmosphere. Yes. Well, for you personally, too, I know you're into hunting and fishing and you were in FFA in high school. Um, George Strait was an agricultural alum at Texas State. Uh, you're an ESS major, but I feel like there's a lot of like outdoorsy things at Texas State. Is that probably a draw, too, I would assume? Yes, for sure. I mean, another thing is like my ranch is only two and a half hours away from San Marcos, so it makes it easier for if my dad's going out there, I can just meet him out there and instead of being farther away from it. So, I mean, that was another plus is being closer to the ranch. Did you have a good fall hunting? Yes, I did. Got to give us some highlights. What happened? Yeah. So opening opening day was actually on my birthday. So I turned 19 on opening day and I was lucky enough to kill an axis deer for the first, my first axis buck. And then later in the season, I ended up shooting a all dad, which is like a ram. And then later in the season, we went duck hunting when I got back home for Christmas break. And then another highlight was probably the Sandhill crane hunt. I went on with my buddies down in South Texas. That's dope. Cool. Anything, anything for the walls? Yes. The axis deer went on the wall. All right. There you go. That's what I was curious about. So you were a pitcher in high school and now you've kind of transitioned into just being a damn good hitter. Were you always as good of a hitter? Not to my junior year. The bat didn't really show up to my junior year. And then actually when coach Blake, when I committed to Texas state, I was just here committed as a pitcher. And then right before my senior year, they changed it to a two way. And then that my senior year, the bat really picked up and then I ended up having to have surgery. So I hadn't been able to get on the mound since then. So when you came to Texas state, was it to be a pitcher? Or was it just like, Hey, we love what this guy brings on all aspects of uh, the, the field we want this guy no matter what he does at first it was just for pitching and then they changed it to all right we want to see you do both both ways did, did that like I, I want to ask because I was a pitcher in high school clearly not as good as you but like I remember caring a lot about my pitching and not giving a shit about batting cages <laughs> so were you the opposite were you like hey I got to be a, a pitcher that rakes yeah I barely like up to my senior year, I did no pitching lessons, nothing. Like, didn't really put the time into pitching. Just was always a middle infield and a hitter. This guy's just raw dog and pitching. Good for you, man. <laughs> I want to clarify, too, Chase, because Zimmel said um, that he wasn't as good of a pitcher as you were. Obviously not. Like, what are you talking about? There's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> different worlds. <laughs> the constant disrespect. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was your go-to in high school chase what do you mean your go-to pitch uh fastball of course okay got yes. it and then <laughs> best off speed was by far the changeup, and then the slider and then the curveball got you we got to find some video of that and slip this in here jacob of uh of chase pitching got to find that go through the twitter files or something i'll, Jake. I'll find some uh some freshman tw uh chase tweets like his huddle tape or whatever, you know, you know. <laughs> I'll find something. So middle infield, you, you have what, what type of surgery did you have on your arm? Was it Tommy John? Yes, I had Tommy John. And was that just from overuse or was it a mechanical issue? What, what caused that? Overuse and mm. not taking care of my arm like I should have got you when you went to the doctor and they told you you're gonna have to have surgery were you scared yes i was 
because you didn't know what the outcome was going to be? Yeah, I just didn't know, like, if I was going to get back to how I was. I didn't know. It was before I got on campus, so obviously I was nervous about what Trout was going to say and all that. And then, sure enough, they were completely fine with it. Just kind of just took it as, like, a minor setback and just still welcomed me in and went to work this fall, and luckily everything paid off. Pitching in the rearview mirror now? No, it's been – I'll be back in the fall to pitch. Wow. Okay. Dang. That's yes. sick. Well, I was going to say, Chase, like uh, you were describing your surgery stuff. At that point, like when you had told Trout and them, like, oh, hey, I, I got to get surgery for, you know, whatever. Um, like, had you committed yet or you'd signed yet or, or what was that like? Yeah, what? I was already signed at that point. Okay, cool. Yes. Got you, man. So, that I mean, that's a really big deal that, like, you're doing this much stuff at the plate because normally what they want to do is get you as many as bats as possible. But the fact that they're looking at you, do you think that that's like just 2023? I, I don't want to, you know, you, you think about guys like Shohei Otani, but there's other guys in college baseball too that are kind of turning into that where, hey, we might use you every fourth day on the hill, but we also want your bat in the lineup. Do you, does you kind of feel that way in the lineup right now? Or like going forward for you? I mean, kind of, but not really. I mean, It'll kind of like the pitching side will just be more like come in in the ninth and close it out and then but still play second every day. So, I mean, that's kind of what I always wanted to do. And like that's what made me steer stay at Texas State was they wanted me to be more of an infielder than a pitcher. And all the other programs were looking at me just as a pitcher. So, I mean, that was a big thing that they always preached to me is that they were never going to take the bat out of my hand. Got you. Cool. I mean, I think of pitchers as a little bit of a prima donna, and you don't feel that just talking to you right now, it doesn't feel like you're like that at all. No. Nah. <laughs> He's just a baseball dude. Well, he also had like, what was it? He had four putouts against Georgia State in the second game. He like, literally put the Panthers away. It was pretty good. Uh, yeah. I got to see the first game for that. Um, it was an entire series. It felt like kind of like a make or break uh, moment. But you've had, like, just a crazy freshman year, and nobody really expects you to just, like, I think your first at-bat was, like, a home run, right? It's like nobody really expects, like, baseball to just come that easy because baseball's hard, you know? You've been playing baseball your whole life, and it's still hard. Yes. So so what is that like? You know, like, what does it feel like? What does it look like? Or, you know? I mean, going back to, like, the first three at-bats, like, that was something I'd never – what I dreamed of doing was hitting three home runs in my first three college ABs. And then after that, it kind of hit the, hit the roller coaster where I went down and I was, I think I was one for my next 12 ABs with one single and then got to the North Dakota series and ended up in four home runs in one game. And then ever since then, it's kind of been just like a steady, just staying neutral Something the coaches always preach on, just stay neutral with what you do. And sure enough, it's paid off. Jacob texted me today and said, my favorite thing about Chase is that he's a bison killer. And I was like, I <laughs> didn't quite understand what he meant by that. And then he sent me the box scores. and was like, I love that he's beating North Dakota State. Full disclosure, I live in North Dakota right now. So that's, I think, part of the reason why <laughs> Jacob was so excited to like, you know, hey, look at this bison killer. Shout out to you, man. I mean, good, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. Well, especially when you think about the strength of schedule that the Sun Belt has. And then just like what Texas State's schedule has become, too, is like, you know, these games are coming fast and hard. 
So you got to take not only the wins that, you know, you think you can win, but also just like having to being able to show up on the nights where it's like, oh man, we're going against like ranked teams all the time. I think you guys have like fifth rank or five rank wins at the moment this season, right? So, yes. you know, it's just tough to show up every single night, but y'all managed to do it. Um, and you'd have to do it again against a really good uh, Lafayette team. Yes, we are. So what was the summit? Like, could you, did you guys like as a team kind of feel like, all right, you know, we're hitting our stride right at the right time, you know, especially this back end of the, uh, the season against ULM and stuff like that. It kind of felt like everything was clicking. Yeah. I mean, it's still like we've shown at times over the season, like what this team could be. And it's really just like, we haven't hit that stride yet. I mean, we're still coming off the ULL series. We got swept and then got beat by TCU and then lost one to ULM. And then, I mean, the last game, we finally showed up and played. So, I mean, hopefully we carry that into this week in the conference tournament. But, I mean, there's still so much this team has not proven yet that we need to prove before the season's over. So, I mean, I think this week could be a really big week for us. I know there's been a lot of emphasis placed on uh, defense as a whole. I know you guys were working on it uh, leading up to the Georgia State series and then, like, through that back half of the season, too. Um, just working on the second base, like what have you seen, you know, what have you, like strides in your own game or strides in the team as a whole, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, the defensive part, I mean, we've been struggling here lately with defense, but I mean, it's still, I mean, you think about it, all of us, you're going to get hit with many different plays, but I mean, it's not about like, if you mess one up, baseball is a weird game. It's always going to find you in the next one. So, I mean, just really don't let that carry on to the next one and just flush what you flush what you did in the past and move on and just keep grinding. Game of averages, man. That's kind of the thing is, you know, if you go one for three, you're a Hall of Famer, you know, if you just, you know, you're doing okay. I I just, I don't know. Jacob has been very much, I I would say more than me, very locked in to this baseball season. And uh, I think this is his favorite sport at Texas State after this year. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad to kind of hear you say that the goal is a little bit, you know, to go further, right? Especially coming off of the season that you guys had last year. Now, Grant, you weren't here last year, but there's got to be a little bit of that, like, kind of hangover, too, that, like, hey, this is how far we went. That's where the, the bar is now for this program. Yes, for sure. Do you feel that way from the, some of the upperclassmen? Yes, for sure. I mean, they they hold us to a higher standard now that we've gotten to the regional, and, I mean, now it's just expected like we don't it shouldn't be expected to win the conference or win the tournament it's to go win that regional now it's not to go further go to the super go to go to omaha i mean that's our goals now i mean we'll the bar is set high we got to go reach it again have there any have there been any upperclassmen or like kind of leaders on this team that have kind of pulled you aside and like kind of helped you along yeah i mean i would say smitty has been a big part I mean being he's my senior leader this year and I mean he's really helped me out with just showing me how to lead by example and then Cam Bush on the other one I mean I call him big bro he calls me little bro so I mean that's been pretty cool and then he just they both just helped me out with anything and they're those guys that I could always rely on if I ever needed anything cool do you golf chase no I do not that's a shame that's a shame because I got a, I got, I got some golf takes and you get off my chest, but uh, that's fine. We'll move on. <laughs> Where was that going to go? I was going to ask him how his golf swing was, 
because it, you know i i still stand by my if you're good at baseball you're going to be fine at golf jacob disagrees he doesn't he doesn't buy into that at all yeah i don't know i mean one of our better hitters uh brother gonzalez i mean his golf swing's not the best he's not the best at golf and he's really good at hitting a baseball I hate to hear that because I love Jose Gonzalez so much, uh, but that works for my argument perfectly because I have this going thing that says that I could outdrive Andrew. I love golf, love playing golf anytime I can. Um, Zimmel hasn't picked up a club since who knows putt putt, and he thinks that he can outdrive me. I don't think so. I'm like six inches taller too. That's the other thing. It's like we're we're working with a lot of different advantages for me. I'm big and, man, hit little ball very far. No, yeah. it'll work. <laughs> I think it does. I think I'll be fine. I just gotta get just gotta get the back limbered up a little bit, take a couple practice cuts, and I'll be fine. I hit um uh, I hit a ball at Top Golf. It was at Top Golf for my girlfriend's birthday this past weekend. Um I hit a golf ball with a three iron, like two hundred and ten yards or something like that. So I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> yeah. Put a put a driver in my hand. I'll be fine. Pretty sure that text he sent was two fifty, but whatever. That's fine. Yeah, you know. It's <laughs> top golf, so some drinks were had. <laughs> <laughs> what of what's some other things about Texas State that you've enjoyed this first year, Chase? Um I guess the square. I mean you gotta, you gotta Hey, there it, it is. <laughs> And then, I mean, I guess just, like, the hangouts that we have, like, we did for Super Bowl. We had a crawfish bowl with the whole team, kind of just hung out as a team. And then we'll get together and play cards here and there. I mean, that's really fun. And then just the bus rides. I've enjoyed the bus rides. I mean, just being with the team, being on a bus for eight hours. I mean, you learn a lot about people. The long bus ride. Yeah. When we talked to when we talked to Coach Trout at the beginning of the season, just kind of preempting the whole season, basically talking about all the new guys coming up. Um, the thing that he was talking about is how mentally tough this team was. And that's something like a lot of coaches will talk about. Like, you know, like, oh, you know, in the yeah. toughest moments, we're always going to be there, stuff like that. It wasn't until I think um I, I can't remember which game it was. I think it was the Arkansas State series where Ben McLean stole home and a bunch of wild stuff happened in that entire series. Uh but I was like, this team can literally come back from losing the entire game uh, to to being that team, you know, time and time again. So can you talk about that aspect, like, you know, kind of what goes into that or, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, in the fall, this, I mean, they'd, I th- they'd done it last year, but this is my first year doing it, is getting big into, like, the mental game with Brian Kane. He would come in. He came in in the fall and talked to us and, like, took us through some things and just, like, really like gave us little things that meant a lot like confidence is a choice or like one of our big things as we say is good no matter what happens it don't matter if it's bad or anything it's always good just move on and then we have you have great mental training so like if something like if you make an error in the infield we always joke around great mental training and it kind of just like puts us back in that mindset of like oh yeah brian kane and all that and then like just helps us move on to that next pitch or that next play that we might have so I mean with him helping us out I think it's really taking the mental game to the next level and like you were saying in those situations where we're down four or five in the ninth inning and that's really when it shows up is like we we know we're never out of a game if there's one strike left we have a chance of winning that ball game 
it's good for you for the fans it gives me freaking anxiety so i'm glad <laughs> you guys are feeling loose the cardiac yeah. cats man yeah for sure I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat it's great tv for sure <laughs> yeah well hold on it's great tv if you catch the last inning if you're watching the entire game i'm throwing beer cans at the tv screaming like come on <laughs> dude what are you talking about wow richie rich you get espn plus on your tv that's crazy Oh, yeah. Got to. Got to. Got to be locked in, dude. No, it's just like, you know, it's not, you know, you're always going to hear players. Oh, yeah. You know, we're down to our last out. We're never out of it. Da, 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 da. But as like a fan, like, I love the Cats. There's been plenty of times where I'm like, are you serious right now? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you going to watch that third strike? You know, yeah. like, hey, I'm going to be honest. Like, that's just kind of how it is. So I'm glad you guys have the confidence when wow. I sometimes I'm kind of quiver sometimes I get a little nervous well what do they say like a cat has nine lives or something that's how I felt watching these teams I'm like I don't know how they're still playing like they're so good still like it's like nothing has happened or whatever at bat has passed or whatever error has been made on the field like it doesn't matter y'all are still in and you still have one games that I've been like there's no way they're out <laughs> I've been watching well, when, Chase is hit- when Chase is hitting four home runs in a game it helps that's <laughs> fair know? that's also fair yeah so what are you guys feeling for this immediate game against Louisiana? You got to face them pretty recently. Uh, what were some takeaways when you guys got to see them at home? Uh, and how are you guys going to try and apply it, you know, the first so, game? I mean, they, also, like, off the ropes, it's like a revenge game. Like, no team is – we're not going to let a team beat us four times in a row. So, I mean, that's always the chip on our shoulder. And then just going in, we know they like to run a lot, so we had to – brush up on some some of our first and third plays and all that button defense and then they're a big bunting team they love to bunt and then just really eliminating the walks that we give up and don't give them the extra run or the extra man on base to score or anything and then just shut down the shut down the running game is the big thing with them they love to run yeah, they almost play like a softball team. They bunt all the time, and they play like three steps off the bag. They just yeah. so, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That was another good text I got this week, Chase. He's asking me, so what's up with these guys swinging the bat and running, talking about softball? It's the first softball game Jacob's watched his entire uh-huh. freaking life. Ask me softball questions. That was something I figured out that I covered the volleyball team, women's basketball, and Zimmel covered everything. <laughs> so I had no idea about softball. Come yeah. on, dude. Come Golf? on, lock in, bro. Tennis. My cousin was the <laughs> tennis team reporter. I didn't even know we had that at the start until he showed up. That was crazy. Yeah. The tennis players didn't know we had a tennis team either. <laughs> they just got a transfer from Tennessee, actually. So we had, a tra- we had a transfer from the UK. Much better over there either. Got Wimbledon and everything else. And it's just like you can't, you know, win a tournament. You can't do anything. So yeah, no, that tennis the tennis program has been a bane of my existence for decades. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, win some shit and then come on the podcast and talk about it. That's like that's the, the only job you have. Win, talk about it. Well, so win, far we've been talking about been pretty good at the teams that we interview ahead of the season and in the middle or towards the end of the season. So, you know, maybe we just need to do that next season. Well, we talked to Jessica and shit fell apart so hopefully chase you guys need to be locked down because this is jacob's idea i said are you sure we're not gonna jinx him and he goes no chase hits a home run every third at bat like he'll be fine luck is for losers losers and jedi you know see you can do it i call it luck 
In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Are you? How superstitious are you, Chase? Very. Damn. There it is. Bye, there Very. it is. What's your favorite uh, ritual? I mean, I have a lot. I mean, it just depends. I, I take something from one game to the next. So, I mean, it's always it's always switching, but there's always, like, certain things. Because if something works, like, hey, I, I, you know, touched the bat three times in my left heel and I hit a home run, I'm going to do it again because maybe it'll work again. I'm the same way. I totally get it. I do the same thing with my broadcast. I got to have the, the G2 black pens. I got to have all this different stuff. And then if something goes wrong, we throw those pens away. Yeah. That's yeah. the same thing with batting gloves. If they don't work, I throw them away. These are expensive pens it. that I use, so I can't just afford to throw away $7 pens. <laughs> hey, man. Richie Rich over here, bro. You got to get on that North Dakota lifestyle. Quality life, dirt cheap, works out good for me. Well, Chase, <laughs> I'd be totally blowing this interview if I didn't ask about uh, your deal with Elite Sports. You know, they call you Hillbilly, right? You have a whole deal with them. Yes. That's cool. So where can people find all your stuff? I think it's just Chase Moore. Let me check. Chase. Yes, we're gonna Chase. we'll hold your hand here. We'll we'll carry along how to how to promote your product, buddy. You gotta have that Instagram <laughs> handle down. Gotta just continue to plug it, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's been fun, man. Just been it's been fun watching you and the team uh gel together and then you just coming into your own as a player. Uh, doing your thing, man. So super excited to see you starting tomorrow night uh, at the Riverwalk, I guess, of Alabama. Yes. Didn't know Alabama had a Riverwalk. So thanks for joining us, Chase. Thanks, You're Chase. Welcome. All right, see ya. I'm excited. I'm nervous, uh, as we said before. I, the Sun Belt's a really good baseball team, but also conference. I feel like, yeah, yeah, baseball. Yeah, exactly. Program, athletic organization, and they keep adding more good people because uh, ODU is really good at baseball too. I told you, I told you when these teams joined that it was going to be a really good, they were really good for the conference. Uh, Southern Miss in in volleyball is insane. Shout out Brett Favre. Uh, but like, <laughs> look, this, this game against Louisiana is a really important one. Not only because Chase kind of put it on the record being like, we're not going to let a team beat us four times. Okay, good luck, boys. I, I, I'm rooting for you. I'm nervous. I'm I'll very much nervous. Shirts the next day, Texas State over LSU. Ooh, ULL beats LSU. Facts. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, um, you did mention something earlier. You said that like it was. You know, could we have talked to this person, that person? It was a no brainer. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know that Chase Mora is Jacob's favorite Texas State athlete. I don't think there's another athlete that he texts me more about than Chase Mora. So this was a great interview. Um, for us to have, I, I really enjoyed uh, talking to him. I think next year it's going to be an even better interview, uh, because I think that he was a little nervous behind the mic, but Hey, that's fine. You know, a little bit by a little bit. And, uh, he's, he doesn't need to be good in front of the mic. He needs to be good at the batter in the batter, batter's box. And he, uh, he is, he's pretty that's damn good. Something interesting too, is usually, you know, like at the very big schools, usually media members are not allowed to talk to freshman athletes. You know, there's like basically an entire course that student athletes go through how to deal with media how to talk to me proper media channels all that stuff um that doesn't we really, are that that doesn't really exist at texas state it's kind of the honor system and you know we just try not to step on sid's toes very much so i'd talk to the sid set up the interview you know don't dm players behind their backs <laughs> stuff like that uh so we just try and play clean on this show 
And so we set yeah. up this interview and, you know, uh, obviously wanted to talk to Chase. So worked out. Obviously. Well. That obviously. kid is incredible and he's only going to get better. So better I'm really happy. And he's going to two at bats, three home runs in between all of that. He's going to he's going to pitch next year, too. That's what's going to be wild is that he said he wants to close games. But I mean, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how you get somebody that's played second base for eight innings and then say, OK, jump on the hill and throw, you know, close this game out. I don't know how that works. I'll be curious to see how Trout makes that work. Um, but you got to have his bat in the lineup. You can't not have his bat. So I'm excited for him, and, you know, it adds a little wrinkle to next year's team. And, look, you're already looking forward to next year when this year you got Omaha on the horizon, hopefully. He's a really good second baseman, too. Yeah, He's just a great, honestly, util- I want to say utility player, but it's more like a Swiss Army knife or insert whatever brand you like better what is it leatherman or you know whatever gerber tools shout out bear grills but <laughs> but he's just like an insane baseball player uh so much talent and he's so young if only we were that talented Zimmel, we'd be getting paid a lot more money than what are we're you kidding me now. what he does what he does in the batter's box i do behind the microphone so i don't know what you're That's talking what you're about okay yeah <laughs> well, we're both super. We're both superstitious. Neither one of us plays golf. I mean, it feels like I play we're like the you, same person. Yeah, me and Chase. I don't know about you. What are you talking about? I don't know about you. I don't know about you. I was gonna tell you. You know who also is very good at uh, golf? DJ Khaled. Let's go golfing. Let's go golfing. Let's go golfing. Let's go golfing. So, you know, the golf ball game is uh, very hard. Some people pick it up quicker than others. Sometimes so all, one of the best producers in the world. <laughs> I'll really take me and my team of the freshman Sunbelt player of the year and you and your team of the fat DJ. And, uh, you know, I, I feel pretty happy with Chase on my let's side. Do, let's do a San Marcos scramble. It'll be you and me as team captains opposing, right? And we're going for a score on the 18-hole course. Uh-huh. And so I'll pick – I guess you and Chase are already a team, it sounds yep. like. So I'll pick up Dalen Pena for the South Texas connection. Do you want to draft the next player? <laughs> we got to do this on a later podcast. We got to do this on a later <laughs> podcast. I, 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 need to, I need to look – Especially considering me and Chase don't play golf, so we're already like we're real far down. If so. I if I had to bet money, I feel like Dalen has picked up a golf club, so this feels like a good sec or pick for me. But yeah, to be continued. Mm. Okay, TBD. All right. Good luck, boys. Cardiac Cats live tomorrow at Alabama's Riverwalk, and yes, that is a thing. Look it up. <laughs> Thanks for listening. New episodes out every Thursday. Follow the boys on Twitter. Eat them up. Eat them up.